I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. From the top to the bottom, I was raised to be solid. Real at every angle, I ain't worried about the audit. Never see the hate, tunnel vision on the profit. Boss moves if I want it, best believe I cops it. Team so tough, moving silence like the mafia. Trying to get the form whip, probably name it Claudia. Wife rocking Tiffany, that's just another day to me. I be living lavish, that's why these haters be hating me. Stronger than I ever been, never break, never been. God first, family second, money is like next again. So if you come in for me, pull the trigger, guard and shoot. Kevlar mindset, lifestyle bulletproof. Bulletproof, built tougher than your average. Ultimate hustler, I'm the total package. Bulletproof, I know you see me in your scope I'm the captain of the ship, you just a sailor with a boat Bulletproof, built tougher than your average Ultimate hustler, I'm the total package Bulletproof, I know you see me in your scope I'm the captain of the ship, you just a sailor with a boat Bulletproof What's up everybody? Hey, you're on the Bulletproof Mafia And I'm Michael Munsterman Today's episode, get in the groove crazy whenever I think about what it takes to succeed and what it takes to win and what it takes to beat my competition. And when I say beat my competition, I mean, just imagine, right? That this fear that everybody has is true, that there's this finite amount of money, finite amount of success, finite amount of happiness, finite amount of, of whatever it is that people hold on to and think, man, there's only so much of this and I don't have any of it to begin with. And this is something that I see often. I see people who are like, man, they're just downtrodden, they're beat down, and they're the victim. And I see them operating in this victim state often. And I think your life would be so much better if you could just figure out little hacks to make it better. Like, and I know that that sounds ridiculous, right? Your life would be better if you would just figure out how to make it better. But in my podcast, over almost, I mean, we're almost to episode 100. I think we're around 90 something right now. But in the last hundred or so episodes, I've given little incremental hacks to making your life better than what it was the day before. And out of everybody who's listened to my podcast, however many tens and thousands of of downloads and listens we've had so far to date, I don't know how many people take these little nuggets and actually apply them to their life. But when I reference beating people, what I'm talking about is John Q. Public. If you're in a room full of a thousand people and you ask yourself this question, I wonder compared to everyone in the room who has the drive that I have, who has the ambition that I have, who monitors and tracks their goals the way that I do, who sets up processes for for mapping out the next three months 60 days, 45 days, five weeks, four weeks, three weeks, two weeks, who sits down on their Monday and thinks, what is the thing that I'm going to get done this week? What's the thing that I'm going to have done by Wednesday and Thursday and Friday? And to what end do those three things add up to? How many people get up in the morning and set like documentable regimens that set them up for as much success as possible? How many people surround themselves with mentors who pays for coaches, who pays for books and audiobooks and whatever else it takes to input more data into your brain than the people who are waking up competing with you. And here's the really cool part. The really cool part is, is that when you look at this world that we live in, most people aren't competing. Most people aren't even in the race. When you look at your life, ask your like, 
do you get up every single day and settle for status quo? Because if you do, then there's nothing that I can do to help you. My podcast isn't right for you. The message isn't going to help you. You're not going to change. You've just like, this might be something entertaining because sometimes I get fired up and animated and, and vocal. And yeah, that, that might be enjoyable if that's your thing. But motivation only takes you a few hours. Determination takes you well into the future of your life. And so what does it take? What literally does it take to make your life better tomorrow than today? Pick one thing, one little process and add it to your life. Don't take anything away. Like if, if you're struggling in several areas and you think, well, the easiest one is to get control of my weight. I'm going to, I'm going to quit eating as much. I'm going to start dieting. That's not the thing to do. Well, I'm a smoker and I've got X, Y, Z. That's not the thing to do. Add something positive to your life. Add something that positions you in a way that every single day you can document that you did it or you didn't do it and set yourself to do it for 90 days. 90 days is the pinnacle of something not being, and I actually, I heard this from several different people and I love it. I did a little bit of research on it. So I'm I'm not just spouting off some nonsensical, everybody's heard you got to do something for 21 days for it to become a habit. No. You have to do it for 21 days intentionally so it doesn't seem like a burden, but you have to do something for 90 days before it becomes part of your habit. That means setting an alarm clock for a certain time. You could document that. My alarm goes off once. I get up on the first alarm. That could be your, literally, that could be your first ad. I'm going to add 30 minutes to every single day. I'm going to sit quietly and drink my cup of coffee before the kids get up, before my spouse gets up. I'm going to sit in in, and just be in silence and recognize the now and live in this moment for 30 minutes. I'm just going to have peace in my chaotic world. I'm not going to worry about the bills. I'm not going to worry about my job. I'm not going to worry about the raise, the promotion. I'm not going to worry about the disappointments. I'm not going to worry about the frustrations. For 30 minutes of my day, I'm going to give myself the gift of happiness. And it starts with getting up when that alarm goes off. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe that's not the thing. You like, But this could literally be your practice for the next for the next 24 hours. Give yourself two or three shots of 30 minutes of silence and just think, what's one thing that I could add? What's one process that I could add to make my life run a little bit more efficiently? You see, because most people don't. And this is why when I think about who I'm competing with, If I can't win in a world where most people operate in a state of chaos, there's something wrong with me. This little, this methodology that I'm trying to get you to latch onto, yeah, it starts with this first process, this first thing that you add to your life and you commit to and you do it every single day. And if you do this thing for a week or two and you're like, this is easy. Like I could have done this. I don't know why I didn't do this. This is an easy pickup as a habit. It's not even a struggle. It's something that I want to do. Then add something else. Because literally from the time I wake up until I get in my car and I head off to work, every single thing that happens inside of my morning is ritualistic. Everything. What I've done is I've strung together multiple micro processes that run the machine of my morning at optimal performance. 
And my wife, she could visually stand back and tell when I'm not feeling it or when I'm having a date where I'm out of my groove because I won't follow the processes. I won't be my normal chipper self because I'll be out of order. Sometimes I'll have a curveball thrown and somebody will want to have a meeting earlier than, than 8 or 8.30, which is fine. I can adapt, but it, it throws my machine out of whack a little bit for that day. And it doesn't just affect that. It affects the rest of my day. And this is what I'm trying to say to you. So, you know, I'll liken this to a couple of the, the companies that I have. When I build a company, I think about what is it that I want to deliver to the marketplace? And I back away from that. And I think, okay, so what major, like core three elements, and this is with almost any company, I can break it down into core, like three core elements that this company is going to do as a startup. What is it going to, what's the process of acquiring or creating, marketing or selling, delivering? Like those are the three core elements. And so every company kind of breaks into that, right? You have to either create or generate your product or service. You have to market to the world that it's out there and then you have to sell it and deliver it to the customer. But inside of that, there are all these little there are all these little moving parts. And so you start with a plan and a vision and you begin to map out. Here's what it takes. I'm going to like, this is going to be the process. And for a company to be successful, it's absolutely no different than for you to be successful on an individual level. It starts with adding a process to your machine. Imagine if somebody handed you a gallon of gas and you'd never seen a car before. And they just said to you, gas is what makes a car run. You need gas. There's a car. Here's gas. Get it. How disastrous would that be? Like with no sense of what gas is and what a car is and how it works and no basis of the operation of an engine. Imagine what happens when you pour gas all over the outside of your car. Not very much. What if you pour it all over the engine compartment? Probably not going to do anything for you in the trunk, in the back seat, front seat, driver's seat, passenger seat, floorboard, pick your spot. Maybe you think you need to water the tires to make them magically go. So why does a car run as efficiently as it does? It's because all a car is, is a built mechanism of microprocesses. Fuel goes in a very specific spot and it has to be a very specific fuel. You can't put diesel in a gas car and you can't put gas in a diesel engine, right? You can't open it up and pour water in. You've heard of what happens when you put sugar in a gas tank, right? Doesn't make your car sweeter. Breaks things. But I use this as an analogy because from the time that fuel enters the tank, there's a small process that that fuel goes through. It gets sucked and pushed and evaporated and ignited. And that ignition creates um, an, an explosion and the explosion pushes a, a machine and the machine, the, the conversion of power from the explosion inside of your, your pistons, like inside of the chamber pushes the pistons, dr- creates force, which spins the, like, anyway, you get what I'm saying. All of this transfer happens to, to the, to the, like the smallest possible tracking point of understanding like my the technicians in our service center right they they they'll take a a wrench and they'll they'll twist certain nuts and bolts to a very specific torque that means that they put a very specific pound of pressure on that specific nut or bolt if you tighten it too much or don't tighten it enough it doesn't run efficiently 
Your life is absolutely no different than that. When you wake up in the morning, it's your responsibility to add something that creates normalcy to your day. What most people do is they allow their day from the time they like, like slug out of bed, they get pulled through their day. They're not given a gift of their day. They're given a burden of their day. They don't take control of that day. If you are not excited when you spring out of bed in the morning, you're doing something wrong. When your feet hit the floor next to your bed, excitement should shoot through your body because your day is about to begin. You're going to have an opportunity to make the world better. And you only get that so many times on this earth. Your wife will only experience you so many times in the morning. Your children, while they're at home, will only know what it's like to have you there so many times in their life. This is finite. And so what I'm trying to get you to imagine is what does your life become if you begin to add processes to making it better? Control when you get up. Control, like have a little schedule. Think about like the one thing you can take from a school district that I think is universal to absolutely anybody is how efficiently they were able to usher through hundreds and hundreds of kids every single day. Processes. Conformity inside of scheduling. They had a plan. When those kids showed up, like they had schedules, right? You knew you were assigned to somebody. You knew where to be. You knew where to go. They had bells that would ding and send you in a certain direction. Like they were trying to get control of you so that they could put you through their process. Your life can be that exact same thing, but you get to set the schedule. You get to set the pace. You get to set the momentum. You get to set the the speed in which you accelerate in the direction that you want to go in your life, but it happens on purpose, not on accident. This podcast was a process. Recording these episodes, editing these episodes, pushing these episodes out, tagging them appropriately, mentioning them here and there, promoting them specifically. All of this is happening to push the the desired outcome, which is reach as many people as possible. Do you think this would happen accidentally if I let my emotion control whether my podcast was getting traction or not? Absolutely not. You think you or anybody else would ever be on the other end of listening to this podcast if I wasn't intentional about the little processes in place to make it happen? You were just taught wrong. You were taught that you're supposed to get an education, fill your brain with specific information. Likely you were told to get a piece of paper, go get a job. You don't have to have a piece of paper in some professions to get that job, but get that job. Pay your bills, live a good life, raise a family, high five, you die. Some of you were told, hey, more important than money is your faith. So you know Jesus, that's all you need to know. It's all you need to worry about. It's all you need to think about. Everything else is okay. And I'm not saying that that's not right. What I am saying is your best life is on the other side of intention. And it doesn't matter what you were taught. Standing here today, you can go back in your life. Like I've been trying to think of a way to describe my book to people that will make it make sense and and, and deliver the most value to them if they're interested in picking up and reading it. And at the end of the day, it is 
it's really just about processes and mentors. What are the things that I do every single day that give me the best advantage in the marketplace, in my opinion? That's the first thing. And the second thing is retroactively looking back and seeing who the mentors were in my life. Why I appreciate them what they did for me, what lessons was I able to extract and how was it usable? Does that mean that everybody can use the same lessons that I, that I share in the book? No, not necessarily, but more than likely your life, your perspective has been, has been determined by the people who have influenced you up to this point. So if you retroactively go back, there's, there's all of these mentors, but today you can fill your world with exactly who you need to get you where you want to go. You can listen to podcasts like this. You can pick whether you read my book or not. You can pick whether you read somebody else's book or listen to somebody else's podcast. If I'm not feeding you, I'm not the guy. This is okay. And you take all this information and you strategically create processes in your life that, get, that move you closer and closer to your goal. There's not a finish line. It's just another lap around the track. When you get around and you cross that line, you're like, yeah, that's freaking awesome. Next line. What do I want to do? Do I want to go faster? Do I want to like, what did I learn from the last lap? How can I be better? I, what book could I read now? What could I do to be more efficient? What could I add to the regimen to make me better, to make me faster, to make me stronger? This is what it's about. When my companies aren't performing at the level that I expect them to, it's always because there's a break in the processes or there's somebody who's acting like a cowboy and not following through on the necessary processes or there's a new department that they haven't taken the time to learn that there are processes and they're not doing a good job at following through on executing on the processes that we've built or there's weak management that's not encouraging everyone to follow the processes to get in the groove this is real and this is the simplest form of the game for you. If you want to succeed in this world, you have to have things that you do that create a foundation for you to stand on when you go to war every single day. Savvy? Yo, scope, I'm the captain of the ship. You just a sailor with a boat. Bulletproof.